Again, I don't think we have enough for uh, oil recording again. Oh uh, yeah, no, I know we, we totally we totally do um, because we keep bringing bringing in other stuff, so that's really good. Um, Are people interested to to hear about all of that? Uh, we're gonna find out. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Welcome Actually, I hope people do provide feedback. I hope so, and I really so, want them. I really want them to do that because this so we know what, you know whether we're doing a good job or not. So, um, all right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Travel with uh, Travel this week with Kushu and Kerwin. And um, we last week we were just or the last time you heard us, um, we were just going to talk to you about um, Teagle uh, closing now. Berlin has um, three airports. Um, it's actually they had four, right? No, yeah, they had three. Yeah, they had three, right? So you, it, was, uh, it was Tempelhof. It was Schönefeld, Tempelhof, and Tegel is what is what they had. Um, Tempelhof closed um, about a few years ago, and actually, if you go to Berlin, you can actually go visit Tempelhof. It's a park. And if you want to walk, you can walk down the entire runway. With runways. Yes, they have two runways there. So you can walk down the runway in the summertime. It's beautiful. So once all this is over, head over to Berlin and check out the Temple uh, Temple Up. There's even a museum there because the old terminal still sits there. It's magnificent. And you can tour underneath it and above it. And it's, it is actually an amazing, an amazing thing. To have you done that tour yet, Tisha? Yes. Yeah, it's um, and it's a good it's, place to walk because you have two runways that are not short, exactly. so you can get a good dose of exercise just doing the runways and the taxiways and exactly. No, and it's no, a beautiful park. It really for lots does. of picnickers and bikers and all sorts of family yeah. fun. It's crazy. Now this one was on this was on the American side, right? Temple Hop was. Temple Hop was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in West Berlin. It's yeah. in West Berlin. So they so there's Tegel, which is airport code is TXL, and there's Schonefeld, which is uh, SX and Sam F as in Frank. Now Schonefeld is supposed to be um, right across the runway. They're building the brand new Berlin Brandenburg, which is going to be B E R, which is actually supposed to take the place of Schonefeld and Tegel. However, it's a sore topic for um, the folks in Berlin and Germany. Uh, if you ask anyone about the Berlin airport, they just don't want to talk about it. So, Or they not, roll their eyes. Or they do roll their eyes because it's supposed to be a beautiful airport. And for whatever reason, they're having issues with it, which is not like Germans. Because Germans is really good at engineering and architecture. But for whatever but reason, they're like nine years over. Is that some long? ridiculous <laughs> number of years over overplanned uh, operation. Isn't that crazy? It has been quite a while. So it's kind of interesting now because now they're saying they want to close Teagle tempor- temporarily. Now, Teagle is on the other side of town. Um, and uh, one of the things, when you go into Berlin, you normally go into Teagle with the TXL, which is in zone A, I think, of the fair zones. But Schoenfeld is actually in zone C. So it actually costs you more to get from Schoenefeld back to the city of Berlin, which is one of the annoying things is going to be once um, Brandenburg opens. But um, so why are they closing Tegel? What's the deal? I think to prep the uh, market, I believe, because um, 
Schoenfeld is right across the tarmac from Berlin, mm-hmm. the new Berlin, BER. So they, and the, the slowdown in air traffic, um, I guess they took this as a means of economy. Hmm. Uh, they were planning to close it June to October, and October is when Berlin opens, right. if they indeed open. So, um, I mean, June doesn't leave you a lot of time to move all those airlines from Berlin, no, Tegel, no. because Tegel, I think, is the main international airport. I yes. believe Schoenfeld is where most of the low-cost carriers operate. Correct. You're very correct. But, um, none, of the, none of the carriers from the U.S. goes to Schoenfeld. I don't no. even know if they have the, – they probably just have Schengen and non-Schengen security there. I don't think they have um, stuff at Tegu. Oh. But Tegu is the main international. Like all the Middle Eastern carriers come there and everybody else comes there, Asia, et cetera. It's sort of embarrassing, I think, for Germany. Uh, uh, to have Tegel as their premier international get- gateway for the capital of the country, because it's like what a fancy barn with a metal roof. <laughs> so you know, um, it's, it's charming it's, in its own way. It is, but it's it's Otto. It's named after Otto. It's Otto Lilly. Otto Lilienfeld, I think, is the name of okay, the. Okay, no, um, I don't know. They are uh, the person, and uh, and I'll I'll give you guys a note as to who that is. But um, I like Tegel. Um. Although now they've, um, they've added like extra police, extra parts of it because it, it, it literally cannot hold the flights that are there anymore. Um, even with the departure of Air Berlin, um, it still can't. Um, there is. I don't think they have gates, right? I think you have to descend with stairs. Is that No, correct? no, 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 they do have gates. They do have gates. Okay. But, okay. um, at the over by terminal C, I think it is, which is, uh, there's A, B, and C now. Uh, over by sea, which is on the other side, um, it, it's it, it's really it's 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 like a big barn in <laughs> that that side of it, like you were saying. But though over there, they don't have any gates. You have to walk out to the plane or take a bus out mm. to the plane or mm. something. But on the other side, the 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 main part of the old terminal, um, it does have gates. So like when if okay. you fly, it, when it's like Delta United, they normally get a gate. The cool thing about Tegel though. Is you basically you walk off the plane and you go like up the jetway and at the end of the jetway is uh in a, maybe a, maybe a little way in is the immigration yep. and so what normally happens is that you're backed up into the plane trying to get off because um they normally have two lanes but it's not apparent that they have two lanes one for Schengen people and people from Europe and the other one is for foreigners so. The Schengen people, they know that there's another line. And so they're stuck in this line behind um, non-Europeans, and they're really pissed off. And so they're normally saying, excuse me, excuse me. No one's listening because people think they're trying to break the line, but they're not. They're just trying to get into their line, which you can't see because of how the jetways is uh, set up. Um, but once you get behind that, you pick up your bags right there, and you go through doing your exit. So everything yep. is on the same level. Level, um, yeah. It, it is, it is circular. You just drive, you drive in one side and go on the next side. So I like it because it's easy. I'm in and I'm out in no time. And, and don't uh, they have each area has its own security? Like at almost yeah. at every gate? Yeah. I think. Yep. Each gate and area has own I security. I remember and right. Own, and own immigration. So basically you walk in, you check in and then you go to the right and there's like a little corridor 
And the guy, the immigration guy sitting right behind the check-in lady, but you just can't see him because he's behind a wall. And then you go there, you give him your passport and you, you, uh, you go to security and then you're at the gate and it's all in the same level. Uh, if you, if you want to buy stuff, they have like machines once you get inside there. Maybe there might be one or two coffee shops. All the restaurants and stuff are outside. They do have nice lounges because, um, British Airways does have a lounge there. And, um, so does, uh, Lufthansa and I think the airport itself runs, runs a lounge as well. So, um. It'll be interesting to see if they do actually close it. Yeah, because yeah. Schoenfeld, I, I, Schoenfeld is not big enough to handle. Um, yeah, I would imagine. I guess nobody's flying in, mm. so. <laughs> that used to be the old Interflug headquarter, right? Or if, because that was in East Germany. The old Interflug Airlines yeah. of East Germany. Oh wow! I never. Oh, oh that's amazing! I didn't know about that one. Um, yeah. I, I have some pictures. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you um, certain pictures of um, of going into going into Schoenfeld. Um, but you yeah. know, I've, I've never lo- I've logged both those airports, but I've never flown into Tempelhof. I didn't get a chance to do it before it closed. I think way before our time. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it close in the 40s, something like that? Or no? Um, you know, I'm not it's sure. More recent. It might be a little more recent than that. But um, I remember walking through it. It's, I mean, the building it was made, um, you know, like a tank for want of a better word. I guess it was made in war times. Uh, but it, it's amazing. It's like really tall, like unbelievably tall ceilings and things like that. So um, it's it's totally. It's totally worth totally worth checking out if you if you go. Well, I guess we just have to wait and see what's going to happen uh, with Teagle. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Um, the other note we had: uh, British Airways is laying off a bunch of people. Yep, I think they said twenty five percent of their staff. Um, I I believe they have forty two thousand people, and they were going yeah. to lay off twelve thousand. Um, and, uh, I found it very interesting that Britain is one of the only countries among the major airline countries like the UK, the US mm-hmm. and, uh, let's say Western Europe. I'm not sure about Japan and, uh, the other countries in Asia. They have not announced any support, any public support of the airlines. Oh, in so, the UK. I don't know if this was uh, hmm. planned by BA to put pressure on the government to help out. Yeah. Because now they're even talking about closing Gatwick, their Gatwick operations. Whoa. So, and those are all the leisure destinations from uh, in the Caribbean, I would it's imagine, a, yeah, a lot of them, and the U.S. So, and you know the British Empire has to continue to the Caribbean, right? Yep, That's and I'm not sure if Heathrow... Has enough slots to accommodate all these uh, new flights to like that? I, I think Bridgetown, Antigua, and all those gar- uh, cities are so from Gatwick, Trinidad and Tobago. So I think um, Orlando also. I'm not yeah. mistaken. And I think oh, so, is, is Kingston Gatwick? Kingston is Gatwick. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, as you say, Kingston is Gatwick. Um, as a kid, I used to live in the flight path of the, of, um, of, uh, Norman Mile International Airport in Kingston. And, um, my joy was seeing the British Airways 747 fly in. 
I don't think it was daily, maybe like three times a week or something. But it was always amazing to see it. And I'd always go out and make sure I see it when it's landing. <laughs> um, um, today, it's a, it's a triple seven today. They, they, they use a triple seven okay. to, uh, yeah, to the Caribbean. Um, they don't, but I think some of them are seven four fours. I, I, yeah. I really think they are. Some of them are. Yeah. Cause I know, I know so, that, I know Trinidad and Tobago and, uh, is this triple seven that you used to actually do San Juan. Um, it used to be a tag from San Juan down, but I think they've stopped. Yeah. Them. I'm not sure if they still operate yeah. San Juan actually. I don't think, yeah. uh, well, probably they may do San Juan, but they don't do San Juan Tobago anymore. Um, okay. And then they use it. The thing about San Juan Tobago is that uh, Tobago is Crown Point is the name of the airport. And a triple seven in Crown Point is huge. The, the Caribbean is typically like that. And even recently I was in Antigua and um, they they use a triple seven to Antigua and they use it to Barbados. Okay. Yeah. And uh, a little, okay. a little uh, BA Concorde trivia, they used to fly uh, Concorde to Barbados. And as such, uh, Barbados is one of the places where there is a Concorde. Um, but uh, it is it is being restored. And when I went there last year, I didn't get a chance to see it because it was under restoration. So the only thing I could do is take a, build, a picture of the big Concorde building, but that was it. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think IAG has announced anything for the other three carriers. Is it three um, or four? There's Elingus, Iberia, Vueling. And uh, I don't know okay. if they're going to take over Air Europe. Or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. And either. level. Yeah, so they have more carriers. Yeah, they do. Oh, so when they, when all this comes back and if level comes back, uh, I I wanted to fly level. I was trying to fly them from Boston to Barcelona or Barcelona to Boston, but um, I couldn't. The timings were off. And then when I went back to book the fare, it had gone up. So instead, I flew French B from um, Paris into uh, San Francisco, which um, hopefully they will. Well, they had some issues because they couldn't do the U.S. transit thing. So now um, they, I think they, they were flying via Canada. And then when that stopped, they had flown, they were just flying yeah, I think it was Guadeloupe or one of the French Caribbean islands, um, because it's their domestic flight. Is this the French airlines? Yeah, French B had yeah, done that, and, and Air Tahiti Nui had done that. Yeah, I think they're still doing Guadeloupe yeah. to uh, Tahiti yeah. and Guadeloupe, Paris. Yeah, which I guess LA wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, um, because of what you've mentioned. Yeah, and I think so, they were doing Vancouver also. Yeah, they did Vancouver. They did Vancouver for a while. You're correct, they did. Um, and then they had that one flight that did the longest, longer world's longest flight. Yep. The yep. But a lot of airlines are doing that with the seven eight seven. I believe there was a Cairo Sydney flight also. They did that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, lots not, of them. It's not all doom and gloom in the industry. Some really cool stuff is are are happening. Um, but just I think a lot of them are empty, though. Yeah. So I think they just got it, cargo. Right? Yeah. So well, well, speaking of cargo, that's the other thing. And people are wondering why are there why are there still flights going on? And um, it's because there is cargo, and there's a lot of cargo um, going on these scheduled so scheduled flights. Plus the fact that they 
well, they don't have to maintain their slots anymore. So I guess that's that's a good thing that they they changed. But yeah, um, I think Heathrow was the big thing. It was the big thing. They were not being yeah. very flexible. But I believe they are now. They are. They are. Because now there's only um, New York, London is three flights a day. And then a weekend, I think you have yeah. five flights or something or something like that. Um, which mm. when you think of New York, London, which, you know, you normally fly like every hour or something like that. To just yep. have three flights morning and middle of the day and a red eye is, is crazy. Um but a, a lot of the, I mean, and people don't really think, but the mail that you get comes by airplanes. So this is why during this time, um, the airlines are still flying. Uh, you know, it's limited capacity. Um, but mail, they're moving a lot of mail and cargo, a lot of, um, uh, protective equipment. Um, your food. But what a lot of work it must be to load those boxes onto every seat. Strap it in to make sure it doesn't move. Yeah. And then I believe they're using the overhead bins as well for things like gloves and whatever, masks and boxes yeah, like that. that's crazy. So it's, it's kind of interesting, so, right? This is a time that I would really love to, like, don some protective equipment and go record that kind of stuff because this, you know, this is probably not going to happen again in my lifetime. Um, but We hope it, not. We hope not. Yeah, there's been some really cool videos online. Uh, all right. So more, more, uh, downward spiraling news. American is retiring five aircraft types. Yeah. I think the one that surprised me the most was the 333. Because those are fairly new with U.S. Airways. Yeah. So I'm actually quite surprised that they are getting rid of those. Because, so, uh, 767s, 757s, I can understand. Because those are what? 20, 30 years old. The 767 are god awful. I flew one of them from Bologna to Philly. Um, horrible airplane. Um, because American hasn't done anything to them since they got them. What, whenever they got them. Yeah. So but then again, uh, another <laughs> example of what we were talking about last week, 190. Again, mm-hmm. not that old at, uh, um, I think it was U.S. and not America West, U.S. Airways. Yeah. And they're already getting rid of them. I know. So, it's crazy. so, so what, what are the five types they're getting rid of? Um, I think, well, the, the 333, right. 757, 200, because they don't have the 300, 767, 300, the E190, and, uh, I think the CRJ 200. But I don't oh. think those are American. Those are oh, one of okay. the regional affiliates. Uh, okay. Yeah, those need so, to go. Uh, that's a lot of capacity to go. But it would really streamline their fleet then. Because now it would be mainly 320 family and 737 yeah. family. It definitely was. Or so narrow bodies. So they're going to replace the 75s with the 321s. I guess that's the plan. I guess so, yeah. But those don't come for several years. Uh-huh. So, um, and these are being replaced in 2020. Yeah. These five types. <laughs> but I'm sure they know what they're doing. Um, I'm sure it'll lower their costs also. Yeah. So do you think we have enough but, space to store all these planes that all these airlines are retiring? <laughs> we're hoping the deserts are big enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Mojave is actually quite big. So uh, Mojave has like acres and acres of... Uh, Space out there. Yeah, and um, I believe Spain has a lot of space also. Uh, 
Ah, there you which go. Which is there's... an unusual location. Yep, and there's Victorville. Uh, and you know they used to store some in Las Vegas? Oh, did they did? Yeah, they used to store them okay. right, right by the airport. Um, it's not many, um, because I always remember going to Las Vegas and driving, renting a car and driving around to the side just so you could see them, but it's not many. Um, and so I assume, oh. but when you, when you drive from like, have you ever driven from Las Vegas to, um, Victorville? No. I was there. Oh. I wanted to go to Victorville, never made it. It's, it's awesome. And there's nothing out there. So there is actually a lot of room, um, out there. I mean, it's just desert. Uh, to store stuff. So, um. You need infrastructure, right? You need runways and. Yes, you do. All the, that. The other place is, uh, uh, uh Tucson. Uh, so Tucson is. Yeah, Davis Mountain. I think that's an Air Force base, right? Um, you know, yes, because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of old Air Force stuff out there too. Yeah. And there's also the Evergreen plant, or the Evergreen. Yeah, you're right. Facility that's that's out there. Yeah. Which when you drive along the highway that runs through Tucson, um, you can see them through but over. If you look over the fence, you can see you can see the airplanes out there. You can't go over there, of course, um, because it is private property. But you can actually see. What if they still have tours though? Um, so. I know uh, Mojave had stopped because when I went, um, I wanted to do the tour, and I went to the to the um up to the front and the guy's like, no, we're not doing any tours anymore. But I know there was a guy that did it. And then, so I want to go back and try to find, to find that guy because people have done it. I've seen like Sam Chewy, uh, show yeah, yeah. done up there, but yeah. Good that, marketing venture, I think. Oh yeah. But you know, Sam is Especially if you use a bus or something. Yes. Yes. It's, right. it's an amazing thing. I really want to go over, go out there and, and I walk around and take pictures, maybe get into some of the planes if we can. So, um, we're, I'm going to have to try to, to figure out how, how we can do that. Yeah. So. Oh, speaking of planes, the other thing too is that, um, um, you know that here in Houston, the big plane comes here, right? The Antonov. About 225. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it in a while though. Yeah, it comes here. Um, so one day I was out and about, and I, and I knew it was on there because my flight radar 24 told me it was getting ready to take off. Well, it needs like tons of clearance. And so it waited and it waited and it waited and it waited. And then when I finally gave up on it, it came zooming over my head. <laughs> so, I think it used to do mainly oil field equipment. Uh-huh. So I don't know if we'll see it anytime in the near future, given uh, the complete collapse of oil demand. Oh, that's true. Well, so, people were talking about it. Uh, they were, they said it was in Anchorage, and um, okay. Okay. and uh, people have been showing pictures of it going into Anchorage. So I don't know. Um, I have some contacts, so I'm going to send them a note and see. Ask him about it. Mm. But there yeah. is the other one, the other Antonov. I think the 225 is called the um, Maria, I believe. That's the six engine the, one, right? The six engine. Six or eight? No, six. Six. Okay. Uh, millions of it's wheels. Six, it's six on that one, yeah. It's like wheels for days. Um, hold the four on. engine one still comes. Hold on I one see second. it quite. In fact, there's one based here. Average cargo, I think. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hold on one sec, Krisha. Hold on. Yeah. Hang on. Do you have anything else? Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, I've just switched location. Um, just, just, uh, I was inside and, uh, the, 
there was noise outside. There's no noise anymore, so we've switched location back to outside. Um, yeah, so we have um, with oh uh, uh, losses. British Airways first quarter loss. And it, and, actually, yeah. Boeing. Sorry, is that Boeing? I don't. I don't think British Airways have released their earnings. I don't think they have. And they have Boeing. a weird. They have a weird thing, right? Um, they don't do the same quarters as everybody else, or something like that. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, sorry. So Boeing first quarter loss, twenty twenty. Yeah. So I'm surprised it was that small, actually. Oh yeah. So it, it was. I think six hundred and fifty million so, U.S. dollars. Yeah, considering. But, right. And what was most interesting is that they're thinking they can start deliveries of the resume deliveries of the Max seven thirty seven in the third quarter, which is not that far away. No, that's not bad at so all. So I guess they have the software patch in yeah. place or being installed mm-hmm. or, hmm. but I just can't see them meeting that deadline given the complete app silence of, I mean, not silence, but given the complete, uh, shutdown of everything. Yeah. Most, so you know what's but, interesting with our world though is that, um, we do things, um, interestingly, right? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we have, um, our world is interesting. So the 737 Max was a big thing. And then all of a sudden, no, it, you don't ever hear about it anymore, right? And, um, now it's almost a blessing in disguise for airlines, but they're not yeah. getting them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I guess that's how our industry works, right? Things, things come and things go. People get interested in different things and things that we thought was a big deal are like all of a sudden not a big deal. (sighs) No, but even the seven, eight, seven is not sacred anymore because they're cutting that, uh, production of that also. Oh, that's substantially. Yeah, and that, so, was kind of, that was and that was kind of the cash cow, isn't it? Yep, it is. I think it's the only cash cow currently, because the triple seven W is winding down. Yeah, and the seven seven X is still not in service. I think it's supposed to start next year, early next year, with Emirates. So yeah. I hope they take delivery because I think again that's an amazing, amazing aircraft. Yeah, it really is. So, um, wow. But, um, yeah, we will see. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely see. Um, I think that was the last thing on our list. We were talking about the triple seven and the seven eight seven production uh, cutbacks. I think that was the last thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, you know, um, this is our third episode. Uh, we made it this far. Uh, we definitely need your guys' um, feedback. And uh, don't forget to subscribe and uh, share and let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Um, this is Kerwin and this is Kushro. There we go for another episode of Travel This Week. All right. Talk to you guys soon. And again, thank you.